critiques from everyone. Get positive, my host, Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. T. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. After work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. Hey, everybody, it's two o'clock. It is Wednesday here at Mutiny Radio. It's time for some Call Me Tim, but. <clears throat> That's not going to happen for a couple of reasons. One, I am tired and my voice is gone and I cannot to talk. Two, I did not put together a uh, guest <laughs> for today's show. So uh, what's going to be happening is I'm going to play some uh, great shows that were happening at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. The first is Hell in a Handbasket. And then we'll do, actually we'll do Hell Hat and then Hell in a Handbasket because that was the order. They were both two of my favorite shows at Mutiny Radio. All right, thank you guys for listening to Mutiny Radio. I'm your host. Yeah, that's fair. You can do that too if you want. Um, I am here because I am an improv expert. That's why I'm qualified to be here hosting this show. Improv expert, Hunter Donaldson. Uh, my only problem with improv in general as a form is that you generally have to take a class and they cost about $300. And that's more money than I've ever had at one time in my entire life. So I don't take improv classes. Don't do it at all. This is a little technique I built up myself. Um, I'm getting around the classes. What I do is I just go out in my life and I'll think of something and then I'll say it. <laughs> it's just kind of this weird workaround that I've figured out. Um, the other day, actually, uh, this guy came up to me and he was like, I'm not from around here, Hunter. I could use some directions. And I was like, that's perfect. Um, I'm going to do a little improv with this guy. That was my thought. I was like, I'm going to improv this guy right here, right now. And I looked right at him and I was like, you know what? Hey man, suck my dick. And he loved that. He could not believe I just come up with that off the top of my head. He was like, you're like a magician with that. And I was like, yeah, man, keep sucking my dick. He was amazed. He could not believe the level of improv that he was seeing. 
the way we do improv here at Hell Hat is there is, uh, the audience at home can't see, but there is a hat, um, and it has suggestions on it. Um, suggestions, I think, is kind of a loose term. Um, I saw this show last year, and I'm going to say some of the stuff that you're going to see come out of this hat uh, ranges from like, oh, that's that's pretty funny, to like something a psycho pervert would come up with, essentially. A lot of these suggestions are very, very deranged. Uh, you know what? Let's just throw one out there. I'm the host, so um, I'm not really going to do any real improv, but let's see what we got. Do an Ian Levy impression. That's not really... First of all... That's not really a suggestion so much as that's an order, um, if you look at the way they've worded it. And I don't want to blow any of your minds. I'm about 14 years old, and I do not know who Ian Levy is at all. So when I read the name Ian Levy, I noticed there was a lot of laughing. I'm not in on that, um, whoever this person is. Let's do another one, because um, I didn't really get to show off too much there, you know? I want to be, I'm the star here. What's the deal with airplane food? Hmm. This premise is too original for me. Uh, the thought, airplane food, and what is up with it, I don't think that's not really within the bounds of what we talk about when it comes to comedy. You know what I mean? That's very much outside of what we're traditionally used to. All right, so you can see why it's hell hat and not heaven hat, I feel like, now. Let's do one more hurricane joke. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> All right, well, fuck this. Um, so here's... I'll Actually, you know what? I'll do an improv. I'll do a real-style improv, none of this hat business. Uh, how about I'll do an improv that involves a suggestion from the audience, and I need a suggestion of a word that means, like, a sexy emotion and it rhymes with corny. Just throw out whatever you got. Any old thing will do. Whatever... I heard horny. Someone said horny. <laughs> Someone definitely said horny. Let's see if I have something for horny. Um, kind of on the spot. Oh, my God. So nervous. JK, I've got it. <clears throat> Ring, ring, ring. Oh, shit. Fucked it up. Um, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. There we go. <laughs> Hello, boss. I'm not going to be able to come into work today. I got too horny. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll be in at noon. Love you. <laughs> so I just made that up. Let's go back. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. I just made that up right now. Let's go back to the hat. Let's see if it's gotten any better. Um, buy gold. <laughs> I actually like, I like this suggestion. This is a good suggestion. Uh, buy gold because, you know, as a suggestion, it works because gold is worth money and you should buy it. We should go back to the gold standard. Okay. All right. Um, what about this? There was a guy in my town that uh, worked for a place that bought gold and he would stand out there every day with a sign that says we buy gold the thing about this guy is that he did not look like he had ever bought gold in his life 
he looks like he bought meth. That's what he looks like. He should have had a sign that said, I buy meth. And I would have been like, this is a believable character. <laughs> Let's see one more. I've said that maybe 12 times now. This one just says banana. Wait, actually, it doesn't say banana because whoever wrote this suggestion misspelled the word banana. <laughs> it says B-A-N-A, -A, and they're doing fine thus far. N-N-A. What teaching biology will be like in 50 years? So they range from like not even a thought to like this is too much idea. <laughs> they range from nothing to like, well, do I get to have any say in what this idea is? <laughs> um, do an FDR impression? No. I... Actually, I like this one. I called the cops on blank, it says. I called the cops on blank. What's the funniest person we could call the cops on? That was the idea. Is they'll come up with the funniest person you could call the cops on. What about the cops? <laughs> what if we called the cops and we were like, there's a bunch of cops out here and they fucking suck. <laughs> And you need to arrest them because they have a bad attitude. They're mean. And they, did you know that they, one time, okay, the first time I ever got pulled over by a cop, uh, I was really nervous. I was like, I was like maybe 12, wait, how would I be 12? I almost said 12. How would that even work out? How would I have been pulled up? I was whatever age is the youngest that you can drive a car in Arkansas, which is actually 12. Um, that's how it happened. So I was 12, cop pulled me over. I was on my tractor, my John Deere tractor. And he pulled me over. And I remember I was really, really nervous. I was like a child. And uh, he was like, man, why are you so nervous? And I couldn't believe the audacity of a cop asking me that. I was like, first of all, I'm a child. Second of all, you're a stranger and you have a gun. Like, I'm allowed to be nervous any time. Okay. Maybe that doesn't work because as a white person, I really don't really need to be nervous. But I didn't know that, that I was white. <laughs> You don't know in Arkansas, they have to tell you, because... All right, well, this is going... Actually, I'll do one more. Let's just read one more. Eclipse. With an exclamation point. Eclipse! Eclipse! All right, so th this is Hell Hat Improv. Get excited. There's going to... This is... This one is a fucking carousel, this whole thing of bullshit and ideas. So get excited. Your first comedian, all the way from Boston, very funny gentleman, Brian Plum, everybody. Oh, you guys are too kind. Too kind. Uh, it's going to be super excited to pick out good ideas from the dead animal we have up here. That's always good. It's always good to kill a squirrel and then fill it with improv ideas. I'm glad there's a real progressive out here. You're like, we sacrifice a squirrel just so we can put fucking FDR sound into it. Into it. That's always good. So let's fucking do this. <laughs> what? 
I it literally says uh, it has an alien shitting, and it says I go poop super baby, and I don't know how to read that. I I didn't take enough edibles to understand what that means, so I'm just gonna move on. I think you have to be a certain level of high to do the show, and I didn't know. I didn't get the fucking memo. <laughs> just written in weird San Francisco code, like super alien took a dump, I guess. I don't know. What's his backstory? Why is he taking the dump? Is he protesting? I know. I just found out that it's legal to take a dump in public in San Francisco. Maybe the alien is protesting some nonsense. I don't know. I don't even know what the f- it, This is just- uh, this. Maybe I'm just drawing- I'm bad at picking cards. This is literally just a picture of a fat guy. I don't know. That should be labeled Arkansas, ironically. <laughs> except for except for Hunter, because he's the best per he's the, like the best person in shape I've seen from Arkansas. So it's amazing. <laughs> this is just uh, this is like what Trump is gonna look like tomorrow. I think I don't know. Just a picture of a fat guy. I think this is I don't know. Maybe he just saw some, he just saw like a homeless guy jerk off, and he's like, I'm gonna run away. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm gonna put that one down. <laughs> Not me too. Does that mean like I'm a predator now? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> that sounds really aggressive. Like not me too. I'm like, what if she had a point? I don't fucking know. <laughs> not me too. That is the fucking rapiest thing I've read on paper in years. <laughs> I think is that what you say when you drop a roofie in someone's drink? Not me too. It don't make a fucking status. I don't know. It's just the creepiest card. Who wrote this? Did Bill Cosby write that? I don't even know. I'm sorry that 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 card ventured way too far in your direction. That that's yeah. I'm, I apologize. I just flicked the non me too card at her, and now I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> and it was totally by accident, but it just kept floating, and it just was like, what is your least favorite body part? Whew. I just say like I still, no matter how, I for some reason I get high when I think about this. I don't think the ball sack makes sense. I think it's just a weird part of your body. Like, who came up with the ball sack? I want to know who just sat in the lab. Maybe it was God or, ironically, Jesus was just like, you want to just have the dick? And they were like, nah, man, you want to just have awkward balls flop around for no reason? I think it just, balls were just to make God laugh. He was just like, I think I'm just going to make myself laugh. Is it going to, are they going to get way longer as you get older? Obviously, man. That's how it's going to work. When it's hot out, are they going to be a problem? And are they going to sweat a lot? And then God was like, of course it is. I'm going to make them totally unreasonable. <laughs> are they going to smell good? No, they're going to smell like a foot. I don't know what. All right, that was. Balls are always funny. That's just always a constant. That is an interesting choice of clothing. I don't even know how to deal with that, but we'll, that's awesome. Fancy new doctor prescriptions? I'm so medically dumb. I just I assume that it's just we're just naming Cialis more syllables. <laughs> like just everything is either a boner pill or a or just an antipsychosis pill that has suicidal thoughts <laughs> attached to it. Like, yeah, you're not going to kill your, you're not going to want to kill yourself, but then right after you're going to want to kill yourself. All right, too dark. That's fine. <laughs> Fancy, I don't even, I'm terrible at drawing improv cards. I keep getting fat guys, aliens, vague prescriptions. I don't even know. Name of a new strain of weed. I mean, super panic. That's got to be fun. <laughs> I took, I took, last time I came here, I took weed so strong when I was driving around, I played this game in, in San Francisco, it's my favorite game to play, it's called Eat a, Their Strongest Weed Cookie and Go Drive Around and See What Happens, and uh, I end up stopping in the middle of the road and waiting for a mailbox to cross the road, 
And I was like, I turned to my friend. I'm like, I'm not moving until that turns into a cheetah. And that's why I can't get high here. It's just unreasonable. All right, we're slowly making our way back. We had traction on that, and then it petered out. What are you going to do? This one's fucking stapled. Okay, I'm getting the worst fucking cards ever. We just we just talked about this, Pam's Pot Treats. They're just... That, they're good, I think. I mean, they're... They f I feel like they're made of radioactive caramel. But other than that... <laughs> I feel like we just went to a fucking, like, <laughs> power plant and just put a couple nuts in them and made them into squares, and we're like, I think these are safe. I don't really know. <laughs> you chew on it for 47 minutes, and then by the time it kicks in, it's, I'm high, but I'm still chewing it, and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how the pot got into my system. I've been chewing on it for four days. I don't even know. But they're good. I mean, if that's what you want to, that's, they're good. That's what we, Yeah. <laughs> I have a cat, so you can all drop dead. That's so aggressive. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's so not this city. I don't even. That's. It's more like back east. So you can have a cat or go fuck yourself up with that. That's like such a Boston thing to say. Like you can either have a cat or die. There's got to be something in between. There has to be something. I like cats as much as the next guy. But the, the, the next option is die. That seems like. What it was like. Hey man, I just don't like cats. Well, you're gonna have to die now. I think that's how this works. You're at Mutiny Radio. That's how it works. We just murder people for not having cats. That's what we do here after hours. <laughs> That's what you decide to laugh at. That's <laughs> He hasn't said shit all night. And then as soon as I talk about murdering after hours, she's like, I like that. I like that one. I really like when he talked about people being murdered here behind the fucking stained glass. I really like that. Oh, this one just says, this, this, this card says what I ask myself every day. And it just says why. <laughs> I don't know why. Why did we do anything? I don't know because I, I don't fucking know. That's a too introspective of a question for me to answer in 11 minutes, I think. I don't know why. All right, that's a dumb card. I'm just going to put that one down. I need more to work with than that. I'm not that strong. This one just says trolls. I'm just getting one word now. This is just, this is, we're just going to give Brian the one word cards and just let him spiral out of control. Just <laughs> I mean, what kind of trolls? There's internet trolls. There's like fucking... I mean, that fat guy, that guy's got to be a troll from earlier. I assume he would just... Maybe someone wrote too mean of a YouTube comment, he was being trolled, and then he just ran away and didn't want to put his pants on. It's always good when you have to call back to a previous improv card. <laughs> it's always solid. That's what you know you're really good at. You're like, oh, I just came up with one for the fat guy four cards ago. I'm going to fucking talk about that. Internet trolls are just... So... Did you, you ever go on like a Reddit journey and you just all of a sudden you someone yells someone it's just it just gets racist really quick no matter what the article's about. It'll be about yoga and then someone will just yell like okay, that's gonna go. <laughs> it's not the right time. Pronouns, who cares? Once again, just not things that go along with the city at all. <laughs> that's all they care about here is pronouns. That's a hundred percent. I mean, I guess people care. I, the only reason I care, I just don't want to get in arguments. Because I just, I, I can't, I don't want to get in arguments. With pe I just, and people are like, you should use the word they, they switch between genders. I'm like, that's a mental illness, I think. I, want to, I knew that one wasn't going to work, and I just did it anyway. How much time do I have left? I don't know, it feels like forever. <laughs> it feels like fucking... Two minutes. Oh, I got that. Appreciate it. Thanks for repeating it. <laughs> I thought that'd be funny if it was like two minutes and you go 120 seconds. I was like, oh, well, now I get it. <laughs> Mr. Bojango Fett. 
I know. I played sports growing up. What does that mean? I don't know. What that <laughs> is that the fucking guy in the... Oh, is that the guy in the jacket from Star Wars? Is that that guy? Am I on the right track? Is it Star Wars? Will, help me out. Fucking... Is it? I don't know. He's, any guy with a jetpack has to at least get laid sometimes. That's got to be nice in the Star Wars world. But he got shit-faced with his jetpack and fucking... I wonder if he did blow on his jetpack. That's really all I want to know. If it's possible, he just took a plate of blow up there. Just with it. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I think I think subconsciously, I really wanted to do cocaine with a jetpack, and I just wanted to project myself into that joke. That's really what happened. How do you feel about the Warriors? I'm indifferent toward the Warriors. I am a white Jew. I don't watch basketball. So that's pretty much... I feel indifferent about it. I think they're doing it. I think they're good. Yeah, that's what I, I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> I mean, they loaded their team pretty bad, but other than that, I mean, it's hard not to be good when you have four of the best players ever. I don't know. That's, <laughs> I don't know if they were bad, I'd be concerned. I mean, it'd be. I I kind of want to see them like fall apart. Like I kind of want to see Steph Curry develop a coke problem. I think that'd be funny because he's just so proper. Like one day on the golf course, he just starts sniffling, and everyone's concerned. Like, what's, <laughs> all right, that's too real for you guys. That's. <laughs> You guys were like, no, we don't. We we take our Steph Curry jokes very seriously. Go, go back to talking about murder after hours. We don't appreciate that. <laughs> Become a neo-Nazi? I mean, maybe at this point. <laughs> I, mean, I would be a better neo-Nazi than I am at improv. I think. <laughs> all all I need is a tiki torch and a yell racist things. That doesn't seem that bad. Do you know what the one thing about the neo-Nazis that blow my mind is it's kind of weird to be that racist and bigoted when you also smell like lavender. I think it's unreasonable. <laughs> that this joke deserves more. <laughs> Usually you want to end on like a really high note, but I think ending on Nazis smelling good is going to make me laugh. So <laughs> you guys have been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the rest of the show. Do you guys love this show? This is a great fucking show, right? This is this is a wonderful, wonderful show. This show is the comedy equivalent of strapping like bricks to yourself and jumping into the ocean. I feel like this is that is what it is. It feels like I've been up here forever would be a good subtitle to this show. It feels like this feels like an eternity. Your next victim uh, for the show is a wonderful comedian that I semi-sort of know, also from Portland. I'm from Portland. I didn't even say that. I'm from Portland. They're from Portland. They run a great show in Portland called Minority Retort. Everyone, welcome Julia Ramos. I don't want to brag, but I took two improv classes in Portland. And if you've ever taken an improv class, you know that that means nothing. <laughs> Super nervous. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, there's a lot in there. Okay, good. I was like, I'm going to have to pick some of that up and go again. My favorite bus. Oh, all right. Well, obviously, they know I have two DUIs. Okay, well, let's go. <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I did have a favorite bus in Portland, actually. It was the 8 line, and I loved it because it was. It went through uh, all of downtown and then went down, um, what was it, 15th, I think, all the way to Decom. It was wonderful. Everybody got on and often was so polite. When it, it was the first bus in Portland that I took because like, I didn't know how to ride. 
ride the bus when I was in Portland. My mom thought that riding the bus was very dangerous, and that's only because she didn't know how to do it. So she did not prepare me for my DUIs, like a good mom, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so I had to learn how to start taking the bus on my own. And when I did, I was so surprised and like, I was, it made me so happy that people were so polite on the bus. Like they say, please and thank you. And I was like, this is amazing. I absolutely love it. So the eight line, uh, well, that was a long answer for that one. <laughs> if I had $1 million, the dollar sign is supposed to go before, I think. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, just go with it. If I had a million dollars, I always told myself that if I had a lot of money, I would automatically give half of it to charity. Don't know what charity, but a good charity. I figure that that is good karma. I would throw it out there. Um, I would spend the other half uh, bribing Stevie Wonder's people to let me just go on tour with him everywhere in life. Um, I got a tattoo for Stevie Wonder, which was very dumb of me. <laughs> if you know anything about him, um, he's never going to see it. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Let's see what this one is uh what are you best at not improv let's keep going <laughs> uh mexico beckons is that because i'm mexican like i don't even <laughs> all right um i guess so i actually uh i've never been to mexico well i take that back apparently i went to mexico one time when i was a newborn um my dad was from texas my mom from new mexico they were living in california at the time i was born on a marine base um down in san diego actually and so they went to mexico i guess for like a week and I, my mom told me the story and she was just like real angry about it the whole time because when we were trying or all of us were trying to cross the border back into the United States they weren't going to let them because both my parents look very Mexican and my dad refused to talk uh, in English at the border to get back into the U.S. Uh, so he's just standing there trying to like uh, trying to prove to these people that he's an American citizen but he's doing it all in Spanish all right <laughs> <laughs> Ramos family for life. <laughs> the grossest thing you've ever done sexually. Um, his name was Luke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish my blank was blank. I wish my mom was proud. She probably is. I'll tell you that right now. I can tell by the way the set is going. She's going to be super proud. Uh, where did I put the milk? Um, I don't, uh, first of all, I'm lactose intolerant, so this is, like, really insensitive. Um, I don't appreciate <laughs> having to think about the fact that I can't enjoy a glass of milk, but, you know, if I had to put it somewhere, I would guess the refrigerator. I'm not an idiot, so <laughs> just keep going with that one. Um, the last book you read or are currently reading. Oh, my gosh. Um, I love reading memoirs and autobiographies. I just bought Tiffany Haddish's The Last uh, Black Unicorn. If you don't have it, go get it. Good luck getting it because a lot of places are selling out of it. Um, I am also reading this book by this woman um, who was on... 2020 for the longest time and uh, <laughs> I actually get in a lot of trouble because my fiance gets upset with me because I will buy like six books at a time and then just on Facebook and never read them so uh, yeah <laughs> all right well just that was just a little secret time I guess <laughs> if Harvey Weinstein was a cartoon character um, I would write him out of that comic next <laughs> T-Rex hands, like, is that, am I supposed to do an impression? I don't know. All right, let's, uh, for the people listening at home, this is going to be killer. <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 
Thank you very much. I'm so good. <laughs> That's really just me in like everyday life trying to uh, reach anything. So <laughs> ordered salmon but served duck confit. Um, I wouldn't bitch. I'm not a baby. <laughs> Princess Diana, uh, may she rest in peace. That's just sad. Let's keep going. Take me out to the ball game. Um, I did actually. So, okay, where's that last one? Um, that worst thing I did sexually. So, <laughs> he was actually 22 when I was 29 at the time, and uh, it worked out because like I felt like I taught him a lot of things. You know, like I didn't know when I first started dating this kid that like he well, uh, you know, 22 is not officially a kid, but it was a kid, and I didn't know that at the time. And so I remember like I found out right before we were supposed to go on our first date, and I like kind of flipped out a little bit because I was like I don't know if he knows like how much older than uh, him I am. And so we went on this date and I was asking, I was like, hey, there's a little bit of an age difference. Do you happen to know this? And he's like, yeah, I think you're like, what, um, a year or two older than me? And I was like, um, guess again. <laughs> and so he kept guessing year after year after year, seven guesses, this fool. <laughs> I was like, it really doesn't matter after 25. I feel like that's too many guesses, like get it together. Uh, but I tried not to let that like end the relationship because he was a nice enough kid. You know what I mean? Like I made sure um, I was always really affectionate with him. Like I held his hand when we crossed the street, like a good parent, you know, uh, that's all that reminds me of. Oh, I took him out to play catch. That was why that was there. I wish I was cool. Wow, this is confidence boosting. Uh, all right. Taco cat is taco cat backward. Oh, you guys know I'm just learning things. I didn't. <laughs> That's so cool. kind of want to keep that one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then it says graduate school question mark. Obviously never been. <laughs> or else I wouldn't have put that last one in my jacket. Uh, I don't know how to say any of those words. <laughs> and favorite holiday, um, May 13th, um, because it's Stevie Wonder's birthday. Um, let's go back to my favorite person. I will show you this lovely tattoo I have of him. Uh, yeah, right? She, it was so good. I couldn't decide which one to go with because I was kind of digging like the uh, the braids that he still has on his head. Um, so May 13th, which is wonderful because it's just like a perfect day in May and my birthday happens to be May 31st. So it was like, that means something. Uh, I'm not allowed to talk like this around my fiance. He gets super jealous. When we were together when I was like, hey, by the way, I love you so much. Glad we're living together. Um, I'm going to go get a tattoo of another man's face on my body. <laughs> um, it did not. He, he was a little bit jealous. He's okay now. He actually proposed to me at a Stevie Wonder concert. So I think we're over it. Um, Kodiak, Marmoset, the largest of the smallest mammals. Is that a fact? Do we know? Is that? Because <laughs> I'll put that in my pocket right now if that's true. <laughs> just keep going. This thing's about, that's what I need. Your in-laws refuse to love you. Oh, no, just my regular parents, you guys. <laughs> Wait, in-laws love me. <laughs> Let's see. Go fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> 
Exist, Smirk, and Lurk. Okay, all right. That sounds like the beginning of a Dr. Seuss book. One I actually want to read, though, is the difference. Did you buy your ticks for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival? Oh, is this a sponsored part? Was I supposed to like to? Okay. <laughs> if you haven't already, there is shows tonight and tomorrow. Please buy them at the door. $10. Okay. <laughs> you just had to tell me I would have done it anyway. <laughs> Favorite Star Wars movie, the one that I um, fell asleep in. <laughs> uh, Hell Hat is giving me anger issues. I think I seem pretty okay. Joyful? Yeah? <laughs> I laugh through a lot of pain, you guys. It's the comedian way. <laughs> uh, break up one-liners. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Experience versus education. Also, I'm pregnant. <laughs> My dessert in the desert, um, I don't know, a lot of, I'm just glad I, you guys got the spelling correctly, unless that was supposed to be my dessert in the dessert, um, <laughs> which could be a thing. I feel like that's a commonly misspelled word, and I'll just leave it right there. Thank you so much. How's the show going? Is it going well? It's a hat. There's hell. Okay, it's got all the elements. I just noticed that uh, I am wearing a shirt of the place and thing that we're at currently. And so is Julia. And so is some of the other people here. And Julia also spent some of her set advertising the thing that we're at. So this is a very corporate thing that's happening right now. You know, we're all really putting the ads out there. And of course, all the people in this room are the best people to advertise at. Really got to get the people in the room in the room. You know what I'm saying? Your next comedian is an SF local. Uh, he's also wearing the shirt. So we're all in on it. Everybody get warm and hot for Clay Newman. Woo! You can almost tell who the locals are by who knew to wear a jacket. Like this. Like, I don't know if it's because we're so weak that we think 52 degree weather is cold, or you thought you were entering Baywatch when you heard California. Like, I can't tell. It's confusing out here. We're different. Okay. Why do I like to burn things? Uh, this really, at least two-thirds of this, reads like somebody just cut up a middle school boy's diary. Like, that's the vibe. It's just, why do I like to burn things? And I'm going to be honest, because it's fucking cool. Uh, and I don't say, like, I don't go out of my way to burn shit, but I'm not above staring at fire. I don't think anybody... No, nobody's going to agree with me here. Nobody, like... That's a, that was the original TV, was fire. I'm old school. It's the hipster thing to do. With fire radio television. I'm sitting with a corncob pipe. Just watching fires. Good times. What are you doing? Talking about fire. Are you not listening, hat? This is so, like... I know where these questions came from. These questions were formed by the lovely people that hang out at Mutiny Radio. Pam asks folks to contribute. It really speaks to how sad we are at this place. This is, this is rough. Like, this is classic nature versus nurture argument we have going on right now. Like, is it the show? Like, are we weird or is it just born that way? Thoughts on Push Pops? Oh, I got a few. 
little too sexual to be exclusively enjoyed by children. <laughs> that is like, and it's weird too. Like it's, it's teaching them the weirdest thing. It is clearly teaching them that if your fella can't get hard, you put a finger in the butt and it just pokes out out. And they don't need to know that yet. You don't need to learn that lesson until at least what, 33? Because it depends on how much coke you do. For me, it was 33. Um, all right. I'm just kidding. I'm only 30. I just look bad. Uh, vacation ideas for mortal enemies. That's fun. That's a nice way to think it. Because we all have those dark thoughts of just like, maybe it's not murder or even torture, but just bad things we want to happen to our enemies. Let's get fucking creative about it. Let's be like... Cleveland. How about that? Just a bad vacation. Just <laughs> Cleveland, mid-February. You don't even need to keep, that's it. That's it. Just those two things. Mid-February, Cleveland. I wouldn't, I'd rather torture somebody. That's a horrible thing to put upon someone. Um, end a joke with your mom. That doesn't work in the context of a joke. Like that... <laughs> Could have been that's what she said would have made sense. In the joke with your mom. You ever wake up next to a beautiful woman and you think to yourself, man, your mom. <laughs> okay, that one worked. That would. I'm sorry I yelled at you, joke. That was a good one. Secret morning ritual. Secret morning ritual. This is fun, actually. Uh, I had I had a interesting moment with my roommate uh, a couple weeks ago. He he actually talked to me because he heard me a few mornings in a row. There's some whispering coming from my room, and said like, "Clay, I hear some dark stuff coming up there." Every morning I hear you around eight o'clock say, "Fucking kill yourself, you piece of shit. Fucking kill yourself. What's wrong with you?" You don't deserve this. Fucking kill yourself. He thought I was just going through a state. I was getting called by Wells Fargo every morning at 8 o'clock, and I just didn't want to wake up my roommates. Like, I just wanted to yell at them quietly. I, like, I'm perfectly healthy mentally, with the exception of the fact that if Wells Fargo calls me at 8 in the morning, I'm going to wish that they kill themselves. Uh, just aggressively whisper at them and horrify my roommate, apparently. Just, like, somewhere in another room and somebody would just, like, pulling their blankets up a little closer, just eyes wide open. Post-apocalyptic world of human hamster wheels for electricity. That's... I mean, granted, like, politically, that's going to happen before, like, wind, but... Uh, <laughs> Like, that's going to, like, right, we'll compromise. We're not going to do green energy. How about human suffering energy? Can we do that? Like, all right, we'll stop burning coal, but we're going to need a lot of minorities. Uh, like, that's the way that's going to go. Or white people. Or white people. I don't know why I did that. Um, I just assume if something evil is happening, it's probably white people perpetrating it. Like, that's, if something fucked up is going on, we're probably going to be on the good end of it. Um... Worst part of Sketchfest. Uh, as somebody who got into Sketchfest. Uh, <laughs> let me just say, it was not having to hang out with whoever wrote this. 
bitter motherfuckers. <laughs> no, Sketchfest was cool. Sketchfest was cool until you meet anybody from New York or LA. Like, ah, oh, like all these people were here. Hannibal Burris was here. Fucking all these people were here. Like, I ate a sandwich next to him three days ago. It was fine. Like, like all, like all the comedy festival is is pretending you're in LA or New York for a week. That's pretty much. And we're clearly not in a fun part of LA or New York right now. This is. I don't know New York very well, but we're clearly somewhere deep in East Los Angeles. This is a dark time in here. <laughs> banana carrots. Again, you know what? This banana was spelled the same way as the last banana. Now I'm questioning you, Hunter. Is it one N followed by two Ns or not? <laughs> Should I pocket this? Like, is this important? I don't know what's knowledge and what's a joke anymore. <laughs> banana carrots. That's got to be a thing. Like, that's got to be there. Watermelon radishes. There got to be banana carrots. Like, I, I'm going to go home with my blue apron, and there's going to be some banana carrots in there that I'm going to have to learn how to saute. The person I most want to have lunch with. Oh, good. I'm on a job interview right now. Um, that's helpful. Next one's going to be, where do I see myself in five years? Uh, person I'd most like to have lunch with. Emerald, I guess, like a chef, right? Like, <laughs> wouldn't you just want to go to the best chef you possibly can? Mario Vitale, I'm going to say, like, which, like, not the weird foods guy. I'm down with, like, everybody but the bald guy that eats uh, grubs. Uh, I'm not hanging with him. Or Anthony Bourdain. I don't want to, like, I like drinking, but I don't just want to get yelled at for an entire meal. <laughs> nothing like, doesn't matter how delicious it is, you're going to leave feeling bad. <laughs> no dessert is sweet enough to make up for Anthony Bourdain. This one says DUI. Uh, it is just a statistical improbability, beyond improbability. I took statistics multiple years in college. I can't make sense of the fact that I do not currently have a DUI. It doesn't make sense. It defies all logic. And it's not like I'm good with cops. I've been pulled over so many fucking times. I've been pulled over so many times. I got pulled over on my driver's test. I got pulled over on my driver's test. You'll get your license after that. You, you take the test again, and then you pay $300. It's very sad. Apparently, they mean it when the sign says stop. Um... What do I, uh, what to do if someone is screaming, I can't breathe outside at 2 a.m.? Jesus. Uh, well, probably stop watching that Facebook Live video, uh, first of all. What do you, oh God, I guess that's like, you're, you're not a narc if you're stopping a murder, right? Like, cops are cool if you're stopping a murder. What if it's the cops that are choking them? What do you do? You put up your own Facebook Live video. That's the only thing you can do. No, I mean, you obviously try to help. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I consider myself a pretty proud combination of like brave and stupid. Uh, and like the latter really makes the former. Like I will run to danger and get way too close before I realize like I could have just called for help. Uh, there's not like, when you see this bouncing at you, that's not going to stop a fucking crime. Um, <laughs> If there's like, I look like backup for the criminals. That's not good. Like, I'm just going to stress the victim out more. <laughs> Racist childhood jokes. It is crazy that like those were the first ones you learned. It's like, fuck blondes 
and other races as a kid. Gays, if you have them in your town. Um, but that is like, <laughs> I don't know a single white person or probably anybody in this country that can't finish this phrase, me Chinese, me play joke. <laughs> I don't need to finish it. That's the point. Why is that part? I don't even know if I could recite the entire Pledge of Allegiance, but you know I could finish that goddamn joke. Burnt in there. Can't read that. Uh, that was... I don't know if that's like a... Nope. All right. Too confusing to even try. <laughs> the worst thing that happened to you today... Um, Worst thing it have to be today. You know what? I'm gonna be an optimist and say it hasn't happened yet. Is that <laughs> optimistic or negative? Shit! I don't know how this works anymore. The glass is half coming at me tonight, baby. Thank you so much. I'm Clay Newman. Enjoy your last comic. My uh, my favorite part of any um, any improv show, I feel like we got right before Clay got off, which is the moment the whoa white boy, whoa hey whoa, we're making stuff up, but be careful, okay? Watch it, watch it. You've only got this. I know you're making stuff up off the top of your head, but be fucking careful. We're gonna get, we'll turn on you. We'll get you. Is it? Am I the only one who feels that? Is that what it is? Is that I'm the only one looking at other white boys being like, I'm gonna fucking get you, okay? Is that's it? That's all it is. Are you guys ready for your hat liner? Is everybody? Yeah. All right, guys, all the way from Texas, get Texas for Ivan Garcia. Ooh. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm originally from San Jose. It's kind of like Texas. <laughs> What life advice would you give to a to my twelve year old self? Um, man, get laid more, of course. I'd be like, dude, you're about to fuck up for ten years. <laughs> How do you ignore shit like this? I don't know what that means. We're doing this, guys. It's happening. Awkward kiss. Many of them. My first girlfriend, guys. She uh, was extremely Asian and had no lips. And I thought I thought she wasn't kissing me at first. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know you wanted that." She's like, "I'm kissing you." And I was like, "Oh, oh, sorry." And that's why we broke up. Your worst. I don't know what that last word is. Fuck cursive. Like, who the fuck is writing cursive? You'll never be good enough. Where's the card? Like, what'd you say to yourself this morning? There's that card. <laughs> How terrible is my handwriting? Not that bad, actually. <laughs> this one's not that bad, right? This, that other one was pretty shitty. We're doing this, guys. We're making this happen. Why are diamonds special? They're not, people. We put that value in them just because, I don't know, because we want to get laid, right? <laughs> do you care about the Olympics? No. But do you guys? They're kind of exciting. The Special Olympics is cool. Do you guys watch that? None of you watch that. You guys, you guys don't support. <laughs> Write a poem about Pam. Oh, uh, shit. Pam. Uh, you kind of look like Sam from... No, <laughs> I can't do poems, guys. You're the poem writer, though. You're the good one. 
Will you ever be famous? No, guys, I won't be. But to you guys, I hope tonight for a little bit, for this nice little special moment, two minutes, I'll be famous in your hearts. How many hours can you survive without your cell phone? Um... I think you probably go like half a day before I start kind of feeling kind of weird and I just have to master it more until I finally get a new phone. <laughs> I need professional help. <laughs> After that last joke, if I lose my phone, I'm just going to start jacking off more, guys, so be careful. <laughs> I love this. I will suck your dick for. I don't know how much my dick is worth, guys, but I was at the laundromat in San Jose right before I moved to Texas. I was washing my last shit. And I was just hanging out, smoking some weed in my car. And then I went out to McDonald's and I come back to this horribly written letter. It was like, I'm sure a fucking gargoyle must have wrote it. But there was an address on that letter and said, come to my house. The door will be open. You're going to get your dick sucked. And that was for free. <laughs> I'm going to be paying for this. Everyone knows my dick's free. <laughs> How would you improve mutiny radio? Nothing. It's going great. I mean, they got me here, guys. They flew me out. <laughs> Something good's happening. <laughs> they got Paul Brumball doing the door. Yeah. Freedom! <laughs> I'm keeping that one because <laughs> there's not a lot of it going around nowadays. <laughs> what was... Where were you with... Oh, World Trade Center 7. <laughs> Where was I when the building seven fell? I was sleeping because my mom told me that something was happening in New York. And I said, fuck New York. That was my response when I was a kid. I was in junior high and I was like, go, go to sleep, mom. It's like six o'clock, six in the morning in fucking California. <laughs> Gravitational waves. Ooh. I knew about this before, scientists, man. You're getting down and dirty, you feel those gravitational waves. You like that booty out here, guys? <laughs> Stephen Hawking doesn't know shit about gravitational waves. A secret thing no one knows about me? Ooh. Then that wouldn't be a secret, guys. <laughs> Time is the essence. <laughs> Time is the essence, guys. That sounds like a Talking head song, right? rant hmm what do you guys want i fucking hate charities guys stop asking me to donate every fucking place you go to ask you to donate in uh famous supermarket chain in texas it was like fucking i don't know 1 a.m and i'm rolling through with like a fucking bottle of jack daniels and a box cutter and they're like do you want to round this order up to the nearest dollar and donate to the children's foundation <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me look at my items. No. <laughs> Fuck those kids. <laughs> Last time you hurt yourself badly. Today when I fell on the BART. <laughs> there was a guy on there playing guitar. And, a, and he kept singing. He didn't even help me. <laughs> Did not give him any fucking money. Who loves alcohol? Yeah. In Texas, they drink all the time. All the coffee shops have beer. Every fucking place you have. Like you can get a haircut and drink at the same time. You can do anything out there. But here in Texas, I have not had one drop of alcohol. Just all fucking weed, guys. Straight up. I've, you know, I'm from here, so I know I hit it up quick. You can bring wax on the plane. Just saying. 
You're a bumbling porn star? I think I would be a kind of shitty porn star. I don't know, guys. I'd probably be the one who cries at the end. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> so, Stolowitz? I didn't see you back there. Whatcha smoking? Uh, I think I got... Come on, right? So, grape Swishers, baby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in the hood. And it's double perp. It had that purple... Yeah, we know what we're doing here. I'll be smoking outside if you guys want to join me. Cause my tolerance is low because that shit that they get in texas sucks uh oh, before i get into this one i paid a bum when i got to texas i could not find anyone who hooked me up with weed none of the comedians wanted to hook me up with weed they all thought it was a fucking weird ass dude and i was like sorry just trying to bring some color to this shit <laughs> so i went downtown and a lot of there was a lot of homeless people downtown and they kept saying like hey you know can i get some cash and i usually i was like ah, i mean can you give me some weed first and guys they brought me this most shittiest fucking weed full of seeds it was yellow but i still have smoked it <laughs> what's the worst way you've hit on someone oh man <laughs> not that many i'm really awkward i think that's it i just get out really awkward any racism this week oh yeah in texas uh, i got out of off i got off an open mic I thought I had a good time. I went to the corner store next door, and this big old, like, giant football player comes up to me. He's like, hey, dude, that was a great set. And I was like, oh, shit. And shook his hand, and then he, once he shook my hand, he's like, for a beaner. And I was like, oh, man. I scratched his car. <laughs> I had a full tank. I followed him. I was like, I ain't going to kick his ass. Like, really? I'm not going to do that, but fuck. Nice little scratch. I should have wrote cheater. <laughs> Would you have ever fucked for money? Like I was saying, guys, the dick is free. <laughs> but would I ever pay somebody? I don't know. Maybe later I want to get older. Afterlife. No such thing. What do you do when you wake up in the middle of the night? Many things, people. Uh... I usually eat a lot. Feminism means. Uh, I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> I don't know. Fishing is boring. There's a lot of questions in here. Break up with the Giants? Break up with the Giants. I don't know, guys. I never had a break up with the Giant. Oh. <laughs> now I feel bad, San Francisco. I only went to one Giants game ever, and it was just the eighth inning. And I had a hot dog, and I watched. And I was like, this was pretty cool, and I just fucking left. <laughs> yeah. I was not going to stay there for the fucking, what, four? How long is the game? Four hours? Yeah? Woo. Mm-mm. That didn't make any fucking sense, guys. Sorry. There's a lot of them in here, man. That's a good chunk. I thought I thought it was going to have just weird-ass, like, just one word one starts in. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, no. <laughs> That's not how my life's been. <laughs> Why is the raven, like, writing on a desk? What? I don't know. Oh, I don't know that one. Is it a... Oh, sorry. You seemed really disappointed in me. <laughs> like, that fucker did not have a childhood. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that one says either. The worst way to die. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. The worst way to die would probably be 
on oh, I don't want to refer to an old question, but it would be San Jose and bus 22. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Thank you guys. Have a great night. Okay. Guys, keep clapping for yourselves. You just listen to people make shit up for an hour. Please clap for Muni Radio and Pam Benjamin. Thank you so much, Pam. Um, I'm going to just hit you guys with one final just poetic send-off. I'm not going to do anything with it. We're just going to let's just see what happens. This is the final one. Uh, no, that's not poetic enough. Me pirate ship, um, as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44. Get Don't worry, you won't have to listen to any of my jokes because this is a competition show. It's uh, hell in a handbasket. It's just like Chopped, except, well, there are a lot of food premises in there. But instead of cooking, they're going to cook up a hot, hot comedy set for you guys. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to have four uh, contestants, and they each come up, and they get their first basket. Come on up, everybody. Out of Portland, Oregon, Ben Harkins. Ben Harkins can be seen on the Ben Harkins with Ben Harkins show. What a, just pick a basket. Your next comedian out of L.A. He's been seen on Kill Tony. Everybody put your hands together for Mikey McKernan. Mikey, coming up. Grab your basket, Mikey. Your next comedian all the way from Austin, Texas. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Ivan Garcia. Ivan Garcia. little basket of things that you're gonna you're gonna do stuff and your last comedian hailing from Sacramento he's gonna bring the big heat everyone Jay walk yay he doesn't get an Easter basket cuz I ran out of baskets it's true and you guys are all gonna be voting you the audience are very important during the show because what's gonna happen is each of those comics has a basket and each of those baskets has four premises in it we're gonna start out they're gonna come up one by one and they are going to craft a set touching on these four things that are in their baskets. I was supposed to, let's see if I can remember. It's a strange mutiny radio sticker. It's a bizarre 32, what is this, 48? Is it a 48? What kind of record is that? Uh, A 45, it's a 45, yeah. I don't know how old you are, it's fine. There's a a weed treat, you get to eat that uh, and keep that, that's in there too. Did I, there you go, there we go. And the last thing is, oh, your mom. (laughs) She's in the basket too. So basically what's going to happen, we're just going to do, it's going to be improv slash whatever the fuck they want to do. After they do their time, we're going to bring them all back up on stage. They put their hands up to the wall so they can't see anybody vote uh, and then we don't want we don't want we don't want to be you know and then you vote for the person who's going to be chopped uh, and then the next round will come back and we have a new basket with five items in it and then uh, you chop somebody and at the end there's two comedians there's eight things in the basket they're going to do eight minutes uh, again you get to keep everything in your basket if you want even your mom that's going to be great uh, I'm not sure we'll just start in the order that we were going and you guys your first comedian who's going to wow you with four minutes of improv with these weird fucking things put your hands together for Ben Harkin Hey guys, how's it going? 
Okay, well, that's pretty good. I uh, so uh, I, I guess I just pulled something out of here. Um, like I have an old band aid, <laughs> like in mine. Like has anyone ever just uh, given you an old band aid and said you can keep it? Like that's that's really cool. Uh, man, this is real weird. It's kind of like you don't get to do any material. You just kind of have to be funny based off of a band-aid it's kind of like uh i don't know have you ever gone to like a magic show and like you're just like somebody pulled a rabbit out of a hat and you're just like i don't want to see that i want to see you do like just actual magic that's that's kind of how this feels man band-aids old band-aids so where do you think this came from it doesn't have any blood on it yeah, I'm glad there's no blood on it. There's a lot of uh, fuzz on it, and it's folded backwards. I know this isn't funny, but, you know, I'm trying. I'm just looking within the Band-Aid and trying to find some sort of truth here. And, like, this looks like a, it's a pretty high-quality Band-Aid. I don't know. It's, uh, I'm going to put this down for a second. <laughs> Do I have to stick with the band-aid the whole time? Oh, okay. That. Oh, okay. So it was not in the basket, but it was in the basket. Okay. So I'll just. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm just no. I'm allowed to keep that one. Okay. So I got. Uh, I second that emotion by Smokey Robinson, and the and the miracles. That's that's a really good song. And uh, You Must Be Love. Not as good. Not as good of a song. Christ. There we go. Then <laughs> the other thing is a sticker. Am I just supposed to talk about the... Okay, well, here's a stick. That's a sticker. You can slap it up on a... You can ruin somebody's mirror with that. I don't know. Mm. What about that Band-Aid? That was pretty funny, right? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. You ever, uh, like, cut your hand and uh, you just have to shove a bunch of shit on it just to <laughs> get it to stop bleeding? Like, never look look no further than the, the people at Band-Aid. Is, is that a brand or is that a... That's a brand. Bandage. One minute. Okay, well, this went pretty good, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think this was fantastic. Guys, uh, you know, this has been really cool. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Everybody, Ben Harkins! He did not talk about the weed treat in his set. Uh, I hope that you eat it and you're just on it, and that's why you forgot. Your next, it's okay. You guys are gonna vote, it's a, and you can vote on anything you want. It doesn't even, it makes no difference whatsoever. Your next comedian, as I said, all the way from LA, coming up here. Put your hands together for Mikey McKernan. <laughs> One more time for Pam. This off. There we are. All right, here we go. Hell in a handbasket at Mutiny Radio. 
This is a record. This is music. <laughs> I look like a guy that got kicked out of a band because they were sick and tired of teaching him how to play bass. <laughs> I, uh, people always come up to me all the time, you know, like, dude, what's your favorite metal band? And I don't listen to metal, so I get really insecure, so I just headbunt them. <laughs> all right, that one's good. This next one says your mom. Uh, how are we going to joke about my mother up here right now, you guys? Um, let's see. I asked my dad, when, uh, when did you know that, you know, mom was the one? He said on the first date. I was like, that's corny. Then he said, because she farted. <laughs> that's real life. I'm not lying to you people. That's exactly what happens. I'm not going to joke about my mother because she's a saint. Mutiny Radio sticker! Woo! Do I get to keep this or is this? I love stickers. Stickers are great. I have my own sticker that says Mikey McCurran is not funny for those who don't laugh. People are like, why do you have a sticker that says you're not funny when sometimes you're funny as hell? The truth? I'm not serious as heaven. <laughs> I didn't think that was I didn't think that was gonna. I was going to make it to that. I have no idea. Why am I putting this out? Do you want a free sticker, sir? There you go. You guys are all, I'll hand out stickers afterwards. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the clock here. Wait, I got two minutes to hand out stickers, so. Fuck yes. Oh, okay, good guy. All right, that was terrible. Sorry if I break your stuff. I wasn't planning on putting this basket around me, but yes, I was. Um, I look like a guy that smokes all his friends' weed. They're like, yeah, Mikey, he's always OG, always out of ganja. Does anybody give weed to homeless people? It's kind of messed up. You're just making them more hungry later. <laughs> That's why you give them an edible. Yeah. Two birds, one stoned homeless guy. <laughs> yes, and I made it to the light, so that technically means I... Um, thank you guys so much. Have fun. next comedian hailing from Austin, Texas. You're going to love him. Lap up his energy, everyone. It's Ivan Garcia! <laughs> Woo! Oh, man, people. Here we got here. What are we going to... Oh, okay. Um, you know, when I was a comedian, do I do a lot of traveling. And with all this traveling, I got to stay in a lot of fucking hotels. I don't know if you guys like hotels. But the other day, I got a fucking $200 fine. Wow. Yeah. They said I was smoking weed in my hotel. I wasn't. Uh, what they don't tell you when you eat edibles is that your shit's going to smell like <laughs> weed. And I shouldn't have taken that last nice dump. I should have went to uh, been a good boy, went to the Burger King next door. 
Do you have any uh, children of divorcee parents in the house? Yeah, I totally respect you guys, man. I, I, I can't relate. My parents were happily married for 32 years until recently. They invited me to a Chili's, which was a red flag right away, guys. You get invited to a Chili's, something bad happened. You get invited to an Applebee's, somebody died. So they told me they were going to get divorced, man. They didn't even wait for the fucking waters to come. Rude. And I was like, damn. I don't know about you guys, but good examples are really good in life. And when I have kids, I don't want them having grandparents running around getting chlamydia at 68. You feel me? So I had to get that relationship back together. So I invited him over to my house, gave him some spaghetti with ecstasy. It got crazy, guys. I had some too, and I blacked out. There's consequences to our actions. Somebody has a new baby brother on their way. I also might be the father, but... Now, these are the tough ones. <laughs> I have a record that says Hawaii by Gene Pitney. Um, I don't know. I'm really stumped on this one. I am really uh, came out of nowhere, man. Uh, stickers, 13 by 69, guys. That's probably the, that's the size of what I want my bed to be. 13 wives and 69 inches long. I don't know about the width. They could be midgets, so any size will matter. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like this guy probably sounds like Hawaii. <laughs> uh, I bought some property and took some immigrants out. <laughs> this island's all white now. Gene Pitney, Hawaii. <laughs> Fuck the locals. Export pineapples. <laughs> he probably lives in Texas. <laughs> He's probably from Austin. Uh, guys, have a great night. That was it. Yay! Your last comedian on the first round, hailing from Sacramento, driving all the way here. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Jay Walk. Yeah, give it up for yourselves, man. You know, I was Catholic, so like baskets were always dope. I don't know much about the other stuff, but... I don't even think this is a basket. This is more weird. Oh, this wasn't edible. <laughs> so we're on a journey all together, all right? And for the record, officer, I didn't do shit. All right? For the record, anything you hear is probably true, but you can't use against me because I asked you not to. All right? And then there's this card in here. It's about my mom. What's weird is I get calls like that all the time about my mom. But what I really liked about this thing, ready? Give it up for your mom. Give it up for your mom. Give it up for your mom. What I love is the picture on the other side. Look at Rachel and Arden. Look at them. Look at them. They look like two people. Oh, wait, no. It's called short, loud, and opinionated. When I think of that, those are the, vo those are the faces you see too, right? Yeah, short. No. Opinionated. It's a little darker. That's not... That's not right. You at least go to a tanning booth before you get an opinion. Look at that chick. She ain't got no opinion. And then Arden, like, 
Does he love Axel from Guns N' Roses or what? Look at that. I mean, is, is Arden someone you guys know? Give it up for Arden. Fucking, I love you, Arden. Rachel's kind of a bitch, but Arden, I like Arden. But no, about my mom. My mom was just telling me about her biggest fear. You guys ever talk to people about their biggest fears? And then she kind of gave away the, the awesome part in the beginning. She was sneezing. I was like, yeah, well, I've thought about shitting myself while sneezing. I just clenched real hard. We're good. We're good, right? She said, no, I'm afraid of sneezing while in traffic, and I'll hit the gas and hit somebody. It's her biggest fear. Biggest. I'm like, Mom, you're fucking living the dream. I know I'm white privileged now. When that's the thing my mom's afraid of, I, I should fear nothing. Like, that, that's great. What's the other thing in here? Oh, I like this thing. I think ah, uh, why ah, uh, it's a Mikey McKernan sticker. Ah, uh, yeah, give it up. I fucking love that guy, man. I won't even throw it on the ground. I'm gonna put it back in my basket. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then this sticker. This sticker says a lot, man. Like if my kid made this sticker, I'd be like, that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. You know, I expect better out of you. But if you're a 42-year-old divorcee with stamps and you live in San Francisco, I fucking love this sticker. I fucking... Hey, thank you, everybody. I'm Jay Wook. Thank you very much. Yay, stay up here. Stay up here. Stay up here. Everybody come up with your baskets because we're going to have to fill the new people's baskets. Come on up. Hands against the wall. Face the back. So this is the part where we, Ivan, there we go. Ivan up there. Get everybody. Uh, So basically, how do do we do this? We vote for the person you don't want to see in the next round, okay? This is the person. That's why we make them turn around like this so they can't see, okay? So you're voting for the person you don't want to see. Well, I'll go. I should go in order, even though they're not standing in the order they originally went in. It might be confusing. I can't say their names. I guess I can say their names uh, because they're not turned around. They can't see. Ivan Garcia, everybody. Do we not want to see him again? All right. Uh, ben Harkins of the Ben Harkins Show. Do we not want to see him? Mikey McKernan of the of uh, what of the, of the I don't know what he does and Jay Walk of Sacramento. All right, everybody. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody for being here. Ben Harkins of the Ben Harkins Show. Sadly, you have been chopped. Uh, we love you, though. Here's the next basket. Here's what it has. You put your stuff in there. It's a weird apple pie that I would never eat. This is the kind of apple pie I would never eat. These are York peppermint patties. We also have them for the people. If they want the York peppermint patties, we can pass them out as a group. Here, you can just start those around that way. We've got the things. Uh, We have uh, dildos. 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 Plural. Plural dildos. Advice you would give to 12-year-old you. And the best thing about visiting... San Francisco. All right. We're going to go into round two here, everybody. Yeah, you don't. This is all new stuff. Now you've got to do more time on new things. Yeah, you take it out. You keep it. You put it in your things. You guys can think for a second. Uh, I'll do a quick joke. Uh, Anybody else uh, total alcoholic? Cool. Yeah, love it. Me too. Yay. I've been thinking a lot about... um, 
America and what's happening. I'm uh, having my period right now. I was wondering why it hurts so much, and that's because the Supreme Court is still entirely inside my uterus. They're all inside there. Big benches, voluminous robes, not a lot of space, big guys, uh, and a lady in there. It's nice. Uh, but they, uh, you know, they tell me, oh, you know, you're, I have to, in the future, with the Trump future, we might, I might have to get an abortion. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to need some new tools to drill some hole in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar. <laughs> Do you get it? I don't want to have a kid. Don't make me have a baby. The thing is, I can't afford a nanny because I am a nanny. So you just put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag. Am I right? It's just so safe for them. They can breathe. Everything's going to be okay. Baby turns five, still wearing one of those leashes, running out into traffic like it wants to die. You're like, why does it want to die so badly? Uh, turn seven, in one of those parent-teacher conferences, they call me and, uh, hey, Pam, uh, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I did not want this kid. This is not, this was not my choice. Uh, it turns 12, starts doing ketamine. I'm like, who's your dealer? I can take you to Burning Man with me. We can finally get to know each other. We could talk for hours. It'll be so fun. Uh, it turns 15, starts doing cocaine, teaches me. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. From the mouths of babes, genius! Finally, at 17 years old, it dies. It dies from a terrible speedball overdose. That's cocaine and heroin in the vein. 17 years, that is the latest late-term abortion I could ever get. It's a 17-year late-term abortion. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. I don't have that kind of money. I'm on Medi-Cal. It was your choice. I didn't, didn't want the baby. Just That's the thing. I think I've burned enough time. We're going to go in the opposite order this time. We're going to start from the back, go to the front. Everybody, put your hands together for Jay Walk. Thank you, five second rule. I ain't scared of sh clearly. Clearly, nah. I grew up with pies like this. I did, man. There's this quick stop around the corner. This is my favorite place. My mom used to send me up there to get her. Oh, that mom thing's not in here. I'm just crowbarring it in. But she used to send me up there for uh, lottery tickets and cigarettes. I grew up in a great time where they would be like, you have a note from your mom? <laughs> like, yeah, but then he wouldn't sell me the apple pie because I was a fat kid and he was looking out for me. <laughs> I said, fuck you, Wan. <laughs> Getting it. Getting it in. I love it. I mean, he was a good guy. He died, though. <laughs> we all do. Like, oh, what happened? He got shot by a guy with AIDS. Um... <laughs> That was supposed to soften it. It's like, you know. He got life two months. <laughs> I'm just disappointed y'all missed it for a second, man. This ain't the weed show. Catch up, man. This is the best thing about visiting San Francisco. Uh, I don't have to worry about offending anybody because you're already offended. <laughs> like, really, man. Well, I came down here and I uh, visited my buddy. He went to the college in Berkeley. Do you guys like give it up for Berkeley or do you hate them? Okay, cool, right? I'm around this table and like they, they got like real cool degrees, PhDs in like physics and he works at Pixar and I'm a comic. 
so they pay for everything. <laughs> it's pretty tight, and they're talking about all this cool stuff. But the best thing about visiting San Francisco, they, they asked me if I ever had Indian food, and I was like, no. And they took me to this place in Berkeley called Vicks. Have you guys heard of Vicks? Right? I wish I did. My asshole remembered Vicks. <laughs> Dog, I thought, oh man, you're all tripping, dude. I, I'm in Sacramento. We got hella Mexicans, dude. I know what salsa verde is, you know. Oh man, salsa indiano is fucking something insane, man. Give it up for San Francisco. That's the best thing. Best thing is right here, right now, and you guys. You guys are the best thing. Freaking love you guys. I should just drop all this stuff. I saved it and I had the record and the sticker. I had no idea where we were going. You fucking dildos. Um. <laughs> Advice for me at 12, um, I don't think that fetal alcohol syndrome is real. I had to write a report on fetal alcohol syndrome when I was 12. Maybe they were looking out for me. They already fucking knew. So I did so much research, I found out you can't pass that through sperm, dog. We good. We're good. It's on your mom. It's on your mom, kid. That's how Pam used to have abortions right there. Like, I'm just going to drink. <laughs> no, nah, for real, when I was 12, man, that's when, like, AIDS got real. Like, I didn't, I, and I was afraid to even lose my virginity. I should have been afraid to not be able to lose my virginity, not, not to lose it. You know, I should have been more looking out, but I was like, no, 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 no. And as an adult, I realized I don't think it's real. Okay, we're in San Francisco, so all y'all have been like, nah, it's fucking real. We've seen it. We've seen it. But like, no, like I've seen midgets. They're real. Little people are real. Whichever word you prefer, accept that one and deny the other one. It's okay. It's okay. They're not magical. It's all good. But I, I wish I had sex with more people. This isn't recorded, right? No, no. You look like someone had sex with more people than me, so I look up to you, dog. Like, walk out of here with your head high. All right. I mean, you, you look like you're more likely to have AIDS than me, but we're good. We're good. All right, next card. I Do I have another card? Dildos. I called you guys dildos. York peppermint patties. All right, check this out. If you want to raise your dildo game, it's something I tell myself when I was 12 and bring it back around. If you're going to suck a whoop, put one of these in your mouth, that peppermint shit goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? And then if your boy eats pineapple... That flavor comes all the way out. She knows what I'm talking about right there. She's excited. Everybody, thank you very much. I tried. I'm Jay Wook. Enjoy that apple pie. Yeah. Excited. Your next comedian. Oh, I guess, yeah, we'll go in this order. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you. Yeah. Coming back all the way from, you know, he used to live here in San Jose, so he's kind of a local. He's a local far away. We're going to laugh at him right now. Everybody, Ivan Garcia! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The advice I would give myself, my 12-year-old self, would be that one day, you're going to move to New York. <laughs> but you're always going to go back to San Francisco because the best thing about visiting San Francisco is the burritos. <laughs> but there'll come a point where the dildos won't be enough. 
because you're gonna want to fuck those burritos. <laughs> but then you'll find delicious apple pies that feel way better than the burritos. But the dildos won't be enough. <laughs> that was all of them. <laughs> I did it in a minute 30 seconds. That's got to mean something. Minute and 12 seconds. Perfect. That is the quickest second round of Elvat that's ever, uh, Hell in Ambasket that's ever happened. There's got to be a prize for that. Hoo-ha, hey. I don't even know what your thing is yet. There's a thing he does, and I, we'll all get it. Don't worry. It's going to cross the, it's going to sweep the nation. Ah. Of course it is. You guys are going to love your next Boy, comedian. Dildo. Put your hands together for Mikey McCartney! Thank you, thank you. All right. Um, York Patty is actually my mother's favorite candy. And I don't know if it's because she liked to have a lot of sex, because uh, I'm the youngest of six. So, yeah, being the youngest sucks. I had to play catch up my whole life, and now I like it on everything. <laughs> Boo. Ha. <laughs> Even salads. What, ketchup salads? That's healthy. Hell Makes me feel like I'd hunted and murdered a plant. <laughs> my friends my friends don't like that attitude, you know. Or I or no, my vegan friends don't like that attitude, or you know what they're called, grass holes, so <laughs> Pam's giving me some desserts because I'm so skinny. Thank you, Pam. My mother will be happy to know you're trying to feed me. I'm so skinny when I fart, it smells like bones. <laughs> Boo, ha, <laughs> I'm cheating, comics. I hope you know that I'm trying really hard to do this stuff around the material that works, okay? So she didn't say that was rules. Okay, you guys, they approved, so. <laughs> I'm so My friend's like, dude, if you're skinny, why don't you go to the gym? I'm like, because the girls look so good, I only work out one arm. <gasps> The advice I'd give myself as a 12-year-old, um, the corn phase is a phase. Anybody, anybody ever listen to corn, the band corn? All my older siblings are like, it's a phase. I'm like, no, it's not. Yes, it is, 12-year-old. I was so into corn. I remember when I was in junior high, a girl gave me a corn t-shirt for Valentine's Day. I loved it. Like, I was so into that band and living in suburbia, I really thought I was a freak on a leash. Of course, when you get older, you know. All right, that was, this is, now I'm, now it's going off the cuff here, you guys. The best thing about visiting San Francisco, this is honest, I'm just going to be real, it's the most beautiful city in the entire world. I absolutely love just going above and looking, they call it the white city, right? Because it's like every, all the, all the buildings are like white and stuff. No one's ever said that? Great. Glad I'm starting. <laughs> no, I loved... It's one of the first cities I performed comedy in, and uh, I started in Los Angeles, so, uh, you know, everybody's obsessed with this comedy, so when I came up here, everyone's like, what? You're a comedian? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Anybody here with their soulmate tonight? 
I don't believe in soulmates because I had a girl rip my heart out. So now we're a soul patch. Oh. Boo! Oh. <laughs> no, this girl left me because the, the I think she left me because uh, every time in the bedroom right before I came, I said, blink. <laughs> she was weird, though, because every time she came, she sounded like her dildos. <laughs> And that's uh, that's as far as I, I went with with this. So, hell in a handbasket. Thank you. Stay up there, Mike McKernan. Day one. Ivan Garcia, get up your hands to the wall, everybody. Hands to the wall. We're gonna do that. Last night we had we had Twinkies and Hunter Donaldson's pants, and tonight we've got pie. We've got pie, not in my pussy. Uh, I made a good call. Uh, I just, I, I just want, don't want the mice. I just don't want the mice to come. Uh, did you play corn? That's amazing. Fuck yeah, Sebastian Vago. Fuck yeah, that was Jonathan got that together. Good job, team people. All right, you're gonna raise your hand for the person you do not want to see in the finals, who are gonna have eight things and do a lot more stuff. We've got Ivan Garcia, Jay Walk. Mikey McKernan. All right, we want to thank you, Ivan Garcia. We're going to see you on more shows. We've got the guys here at the end. We're going to give them the business. All right, we're going to give them what's in the baskets. Put your baskets out. You get all kinds of weird gifts. We've got, yeah, you're a hoarder. You're going to get confused. We've got the worst superhero power you can get. We have old-timey ship captain. Uh, the last time I peed my pants. Heaven. Bruce Willis. Uh, I have to open up the peeps and give you each half of a thing of peeps. We have Crave Pork Jerky. Yeah, it is tasty. It's good. And animal crackers. That's No, it's just that I'm on food stamps and I try to put real things in the basket, but I get them for free from the government. So that's what that's about. Uh, and we'll open up the peeps here real quick. You guys can just share, though. You'll figure it out. All right, you want to Rocham to see who goes first? Because you were both in the middle. You want to Rocham? How you want to do it? A rock, paper, scissors. Rock, uh, three. That's one, one, two, three, boom. Uh, paper beats rock, and Jaywalk gets to choose. Oh, you were confused? There you go. You get to choose. You want to go first or second? All right, everybody. Who's going to handle the hell basket right now in the finals? It's Jaywalk. Yeah, come on. Give it up, you cracker animals. Yeah, these are offensive as fuck, huh? Cracker animals. I'm just like, animal crackers, I'm dyslexic. You should laugh more. You should be surprised to get this shit out of me right here. Look at these polar bears, the happiest, right? If you Google polar bear right now in San Francisco, they won't look that happy. They know what you want to see right there. You want to see the ones that are on that, that little ice cube and it's melting away. These things are fucking beasts, dude. These are Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola. You didn't like where I was going with that. I like animal crackers, but I think that these would make way better jerky. I'd eat polar bear jerky. That's how American I am right now. 
Come on, we don't try it. We never talk about it. But I'd be like, you know, this one. Oh, thanks for half my peeps, peeps. <laughs> Fucking love it. Give it up for Mikey McKernan, man. Huh? What? Huh? You're my peep, dog. You're my peep. These things taste like garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, these are terrible. Like, the only reason these are still out is because that mom that would never buy you an iPad, but would get you a Kindle instead, like, for sentimental reasons. Like, these are bad. And she really bought them for herself, but she wouldn't eat them fresh. She likes them stale. Yeah, th this person's called your mom. <laughs> These are terrible foods, right? And we were like, oh, we have obesity with children. No shit. <laughs> Even when Jesus is involved, we're like, give him a peep. Fuck it. <laughs> you guys roasted him earlier. I'm a little late to that one, right? He's still here, though, because he's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. He's one of my peeps. Everywhere. Fucking love that Jesus guy. More on jerky. This is a great food. You, it, if you do comedy... This is like dinner, right? Yeah, yeah. She already gave me dessert, so I'm going to save this for later for sure. I'm lying. I'm going to eat it right away. <laughs> you know, it happens. It happens. I've never heard of Crave, and I've never had pork jerky. Because usually where I go, they don't agree with pork. That's a, like Indian joke. Or do they? No, they don't like cows. See? Ah. <laughs> uh. My racial similes hit me again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. There's a jerky. I'm picking that up. Don't fucking. Yeah, don't. Sit. I don't trust it because he's leaning. That's the only reason. And his jacket says J. Like, I'm going to jack you. Like, that's... All right, Junior. My bad. Oh, he's all J-R. It's an acronym. Sorry. Put it together. Put it together. Give it up for heaven. Heaven. is. It's probably real. I mean, I hope so, kind of, sort of, because if anyone deserves to be in heaven, it's Rachel and Aiden right here. <laughs> These two people deserve to be. Uh, it's the most popular stripper name, going back to my dyslexia, Nieva. <laughs> yeah, it's called turning it around, bringing it back. Fuck you, don't appreciate it. Forget it. Where's the other one? Huh? What? Huh? Huh? Yeah, I'm keeping that in my basket. I fucking love that guy. Give it up, man. Mike Come on. Fucking Mike A. All right. Worst superpower you could get. All right. I've I fucking have thought about this a lot. Clearly. Because I hadn't. We always would sit around and get stoned and be like, dude, what would your superpower be? And we'd be like, dude, I want to fly. Give it up. Like, that would be tight, right? Fly, right? But then that other dude, you get stoned. But what if you only fly like one mile an hour? That would suck. Yeah, it's like sitting in traffic in San Francisco. He shot down every fucking superpower I wanted. And I said, dude, you can't play this game because you're like a leprechaun motherfucker. You're ready to like jip me out of my, my wish and everything. He's like, oh, okay, your superpower is invisibility. You're invisible. I was a middle child, man. I fucking had that already. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Bruce Willis, clearly my hero. Get all my fashion shit from him. I already eat like him. I just need to work out like him, right? No, I like Bruce, man. He's like, he makes white people go, we should be confident for no reason. <laughs> Last time I beat my pants. Oh, my gosh. Are we talking about that little dribble you get after you turn like 38? 
Or, yeah, we got a lot of people over 38. She's 37. She's like, better not happen to me. Better not. No, man, people pee their pants. It happens. And I, the last time I did was I was, I was actually in this fucking toll over here. Had to go so bad. And I had two cups in my car. One was full of beer. And the other one was my coffee. To In case I got pulled over, I could use to mask my beer, right? And I had to, Sophie's choice, which cup am I going to dump out and then pee in? <laughs> Peed my pants. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Starbucks is bank, man. Jeez. Old timey ship captain. It's like a fucking fortune I got from Panda. <laughs> that it looks like something I should want. Old timey ship captain. If I had to be an old timey ship, it would be this vessel right here. Mutiny radio, everybody. That would be the I wouldn't be the captain though, because I wouldn't want to lead you people. I'm sorry. Because you guys should lead yourselves. Also, anytime my people bring people over on a ship, it looks bad. Ha <laughs> ha! My name's Jay Wook, everybody. Thank you very much. Jay Wook, everybody. Yay! He can deal with the hell hat, no problem. Hey, Connor, I wore this for you today. Ah, yeah. Last night I had the opportunity to do a podcast with Connor and he, he forgot to espouse his love of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He did it at the very end and I said, I'll wear my shirt for you tomorrow. Uh, your next comedian, he's been killing it all night. Let's see what he does with the last hell hat in the finals. Put your hands together for Mikey McCartney. Hey, keep it going for Jay, everybody. Not relying on a very hacky catchphrase, so I give it up for you, buddy. Jay had to come up here and do it, so I'm gonna have to follow that, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck around, you know. I don't want, you know, I don't want to, you know, go up there and start doing my catchphrase that's been working. I don't want to, you know, Marsh's mellow. Boo! Ah! Ah! These are, these are polar bear crackers. Does anybody here ever get nicknames growing up? Uh, yeah, I was named polar bear at the skate, the local skate park. I don't know why they ever called me polar bear, but it was probably racist. <laughs> Crave pork jerky, gluten-free, good source of protein, low-fat, grilled sweet teriyaki, all natural, no artificial ingredients, minimal processed. Still healthy, Pam. This is still healthy. Good. Um, I don't know if you guys like to drive, but I'm going to drive back to Los Angeles for six hours, so I'm going to eat this. I don't know if I should make a joke about this. But I'm, you, this is, I get to keep this up, right? This is like, I don't know how I should be making bits out of this. I should just be, hey, look at, oh my gosh, it's like Christmas morning. I got munchies. Bruce Willis, look who's talking to. Voice the character of Mikey. <laughs> my name is Mikey, that was... I wanted to do a ball, or I was going to do a ball joke. 
was going to do a hair joke because I have hair con- opposite of the bald, but uh, Jay- Jay's got that look going. He's... Um, old-timey ship captain. Does anybody... Arr. Hey, what is... What is a pirate's favorite letter? You think it's R, but it's really the C. Not my joke. Not my joke. I've heard it before, but hey, this is... (laughs) I have to be honest, you guys. That was... When we hear a good joke, we got to tell it. Worst superpower you can get. Um... Wow, this one makes me scratch my head because to me, I think it, you know a lot of people would say they want an X-ray vision. Do you, do you really want to see people naked these days? No, I don't want to see um, I don't want to see myself naked. So, okay, that one didn't work, but I think you guys like me so far. Last time I peed my pants was was in my sleep. You guys ever had a dream where you're like, I have to go to the bathroom. No, I'm at the bathroom. And you just piss your pants. Fall about following your nightmares. Um, all right, I'm going to cheat now because I want to do a bit on this last one here because this is good. One more time for Jay. Jay's a goddamn. Jay was on this. You're on the lineup tonight, right, Jay? You were doing this? Okay, because they were taking, we had dropouts. People were scared. Why are you you scared of hell when you're going to have to go with heaven? (laughs) I love doing stand-up comedy on the road because a lot of girls think I'm a guy from workaholics. (laughs) You don't make enough money on these gigs, so you get excited if one of these girls asks you to come over and stay. And this one night this girl did, and things got pretty romantic, and uh, then they got serious, and then after two hours of dry humping, she revealed she was a virgin. I don't know what to say. I was like, well, every time a virgin does a pet out, an angel loses a boner. <laughs> and it's because she was a Christian girl, and I was like, what am I doing to attract Christian girls? <laughs> hey, you know what? That, 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 joke, that joke got me a Jesus audition. I didn't get it, though. But I forgave them. <laughs> Bill, ha, ha. Thank you guys so much. That's my time. I love that he's taking all of his prizes and putting them into his little basket like a stripper. My favorite thing is when at the end, no, at the end of a strippers, I've been, I've been doing a great show at the sweet spot at Crazy Horse, and it's so much fun to watch the strippers. And it's not when they're stripping and they're showing me all the pussy lips and all this stuff. It's when they're done and they crawl on the ground with their really difficult shoes and they swipe up their money. I just feel like that is feminism as its finest. I am like, I am seeing your butthole and you are swiping up dollar bills. I fucking love it. Uh, we're going to bring them up and this time you guys are going to vote for who you want to see be the winner what do they win they win this amazing t-shirt made by my buddy aunt it says it says flirting is rape that's what it says on it it's a large so it'll fit both of you in different ways uh come on up come on up to the front guys this time you get to turn around to see the accolades because what you guys are going to do is you are going to clap wildly for the person that you want to win So here we go, is our winner tonight, Jay Walk. 
That's some good clapping. Is our winner tonight, Mikey McKernan. There's some, there's some woos there. There's some woos and claps. One more time, Jay Walk. Mikey McKernan. It is so difficult. I wish I had two t-shirts. Jonathan, can you call it? I can't, I can't tell the difference. I feel like it's, I feel like it's equal. I feel like they're, I, I feel like, I feel like they're equal, but I feel like the t-shirt's gonna fit, fit Mikey better. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna say that Jay wins, but Mikey gets the t-shirt. Right. Yay! Yay! But we all win. Everyone's a winner. Thank you so much. This was super awesome. All right, this has been the uh, Helena Handbasket. This is a crazy show. Coming up at 8 o'clock is an even crazier show. It's the karaoke show, and Christ, I'm going to figure out how that works. If you're on the karaoke show, come back and meet with me. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on that computer, and I'm going to turn the computer around so that you can read it off the thing. It's all going to work. It's going to be great. Uh, again, for all the comedians you guys have seen tonight, Ben Harkins, Ivan Garcia, Mikey McKernan, and our winner, Jay Walk. Yeah! Jay, we'll, we'll have you back. We do this show uh, once a month, and we'll have you back as a champion, because we, we do that. Yeah, yeah, because Annie lives in Sacramento. It's super great. We'll have you, and Mikey McKernan, you can come back anytime. Everybody can come back every time. All right, the next show's going to start at 8 o'clock. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. It is Saturday night. We are here for the 6 o'clock show. Subliminal SF presents live music backed with special guest Breakfast B Breakfast of the Wyatt Act. And your host all the way from Boston. Put your hands together everybody for Ben Quick. What's going on guys? <laughs> I apologize for my voice right up front. I have a story for you. I am here straight from the airport where I uh, have spent the last 36 hours trying to get to San Francisco. I uh, Somewhere around midnight last night, I had what is commonly referred to as a mental breakdown where I lost my voice. Uh, <laughs> thus, I sound like this. <laughs> so it's good to be here. I'll tell you the story real quick before we get underway. Uh, I'm supposed to leave at 7 a.m. yesterday, so I get to the airport, Boston Logan Airport, at 5 a.m., all ready to go, check in for my flight. I sit down, I got a seat, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to sleep on the plane. I'm on three hours of sleep because I don't plan things ahead of time like packing. And so I end up getting my plane and now, I don't know if you guys have seen the news, but Boston got uh, what the meteorologists call fucked yesterday. <laughs> they got hit with a bomb cyclone where uh, it's a giant, basically a hurricane from the cold weather came and took out just about every single flight in Boston. So as I'm in line to board my plane, they announced that due to the weather, they need to remove 10 passengers from this flight full flight, 10 passengers, so they can make weight, because they're going to be overweight. And uh, so I'm sitting there going, why are you taking 10 passengers off? You could just choose the five fattest. <laughs> that would be a lot better for everyone uh, on the plane, too. But anyway, <laughs> but we, they ended up, I was, my name was called. I was one of the last people called. They called nine names. I was like, hell yeah, I'm on this plane. And they go, also paging Benjamin Quick. And I was like, fuck. 
Right. Uh, so I end up asking, hey, can I be reaccommodated? And they, and they, and they come up to me and they give me like a compensation. They say, we're going to get you on at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, there's no way that's flying out. I've seen, you know, the weather. But I went for it because I didn't really have a choice. It was that or no trip. And so I go for 11 o'clock. They say, you're going to connect in Philadelphia for a 3.30 connection. And I was like, perfect. I'll get to San Francisco Friday night. It'll be great. I'll make my 6 p.m. show here at Mutiny. It's my first show of the festival. And I'm all set. And as I sit there at the gate, I see that the plane's delayed till 2.30 p.m. takeoff. So I call the airline and say, hey, it's 11 o'clock right now. My plane's leaving at 2.30. It's going to land at 4. I'm not going to make this connection in 3.30 because the plane's gonna land after the other plane gets there. And my person on the phone says, it looks like to me the plane leaves at 11. And I said, it's 11 o'clock right now and I'm talking to you <laughs> at the gate. <laughs> this plane's not leaving. And so I say, I, I can't make this connection. And so the person says, well, what you should do is you should fly to Philadelphia and talk to a gate agent there. And I said, I don't really want to punt and fly to Philly on the off chance you have a plane for me there because they're also getting, again, fucked from this weather. <laughs> Uh, and so I get there and, and they say, just take the plane to Philly. I said, okay, can you find out if I can do something now? And they said, yeah, if you can get in the person says, yes, if you can get to Philly, I swear to God, a human being has added to miss me. If you can get to Philly, I can get you on a connecting flight at 6 PM that will connect to San Francisco via Boston. <laughs> and I said, are you aware I'm currently in Boston? <laughs> and she said, yes but you need to make the connection from Philly first. I'm dead serious, a human. Now, I'm not generally a fan of the R word, because uh, I know it's a little harsh. And also, I feel like if you use the R word a, lo a lot, it kind of loses its power, you know what I mean? You need to save it for when something does, someone, something does something truly dumb, like say, suggest you fly to Philadelphia and back to qualify for your trip to San Francisco. <laughs> That is the textbook definition of retarded. And I know I'm in a hyper-liberal bubble, so thank you guys for not being cunts about that. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. So anyways, I have another flight canceled at, at 9 p.m. They finally rebook me for because then that plane, spoiler, it gets canceled. So they say, now you get on that 9 p.m. plane. By the way, this 9 p.m. plane was the one I was supposed to connect for. But after the plane got canceled, they suddenly can get me on. That gets canceled at 10 o'clock while I'm at the gate. So I spend two and a half hours on call with support. Every time getting connected after a half an hour of finally talking to somebody, I get put on hold, disconnects. I do this four times in a row where each time I spend 45 minutes on hold. It's 1 a.m. I have the mental breakdown. And then I go home and I try one more time and I beg. And uh, they, as, by the way, as far as Virgin America is concerned, not only am I headlining this festival, but it is a make or break moment for my comedy career. That's... <laughs> That, thank you. That is what they believe. Uh, so all said and done, they say there's nothing we can do. You got to go to the gate. I show up this morning at 5 a.m. I've slept another two hours. So again, slept about five hours and 48 hours. I show up again. The woman looks at me, and it's the same woman from yesterday, whom I was polite to, and she says, "Man, you look like shit." And I said, "I know." Uh, but in fairness, what she doesn't know is this is my default look. I genuinely look like a cut. I genuinely look like a cute, polite white boy who's also part-time homeless. Like I kind of. Uh, but I, uh, I get 
there and I peg and I plead my sob story and somehow I get rebooked because this person feels terrible for me because I was nice to her before. That's the why, spoiler alert, if you're nice to people, they help you because she didn't help a lot of people, but she got me on a plane at the last moment this morning to Seattle where I basically flew in like the jump seat, got there, connected to San Francisco and just walked in the door two minutes ago. And yeah, I'm serious, serious, true story. The thing I'm most proud of about this whole thing is that after every canceled flight, I had to go back and get my checked bag and go back through security and check it again, which means not only did I go through TSA five times in the last 24 hours, but I successfully smuggled acid through TSA five times in the last 24 hours. Yeah. So if anyone wants to come to my 6 p.m. set tomorrow, it's going to be real weird. Uh, <laughs> all right, I've got a song for you guys. I'm going to kick the cleaner away. This is a brand new song. I have no idea if it's funny or not yet. I just thought it was the easiest one to teach you on the fly. Um, and this is about where I grew up. And uh, did I? Oh, where'd it go? Cool. So I was thinking if the one thing this world needs, it's more country western songs about small towns, you know. <laughs> so I wrote a song about where I grew up in a small town. Spoiler alert, not a great place. We're going to lean into it if it doesn't work with the backing. It's going to be fun. Well, I am from a town of not a lot of people. But a lot of cows. You got it now. Where every year someone grows a big vegetable and it's front page news somehow. There used to be factories nearby, but they all closed down and they're never coming back. So now the only time my neighbor Vince really goes to work is every night on a 30 rack. Bridge. But everywhere you go, everyone that you talk to is polite. And since no one here is racist, it was just a coincidence that we were all white. I grew up in a shithole, a small town shithole, near a city that's a shithole. Where I'm from is kind of a dump, it's mostly just a bunch of white people that all voted for Trump. But if you talk to an old timer, they'll tell you about the day when America was great. When we all had jobs with no health risks, working at the chemical plant, and we all were straight. And I'd say, I want to go to the city today. And they'd say, no, don't go there. It's not safe. The cities where all the poor people stay out. And since we're not racist, it's just a coincidence that they're all black. I grew up in a shithole. 
A small town shithole. A small town shithole. A real boring shithole. Growing up, I mostly jerked off. Told my friends racist jokes and put fireworks in frogs. Well, I thought I left it behind me when I got away. Moved to a real big city where I learned to stop calling things gay. But no matter how much I try to hide it, it's still a part of me too. Cause when I'm hanging out with a bunch of black people, I don't know how to play it cool because I grew up in a shithole. A small town shithole. A cultural shithole. An American shithole. And when I go home to see my friends, they all have kids, and so it all repeats again. Thank you guys for sticking with me and pretending like I actually had the vocal cords remaining to sing that song. Uh, that's the closest thing to a serious song I'll ever write. Anyways, uh, you guys ready for the show? Hi, I'm super pumped to be here, as you know, and I'm super pumped to meet this first guy because I was in your hometown earlier today. This dude's all the way in from Seattle. He's gonna be super funny. Please give it up for Levi Manis. I look like Kid Rock auditioning for a castaway. <laughs> Whenever I see signs that say employees must wash hands, I always think, thank God I don't have a job. <laughs> I notice that when people get tattoos, it's to remind them of something important. So I'm gonna get a tattoo that says, rent is due on the fifth. <laughs> I try to donate myself to Goodwill, <laughs> but they don't accept white trash. <laughs> I also grew up in a shithole small town. Uh, I grew up in a town of the population of 15 people. And to put that into perspective, my family of five made up a third of the population. <laughs> I had no choice but to learn social cues from alcoholics and farm animals. <laughs> so when you grow up in a town that's small, there are no secrets because everyone knows everything about each other. So when I was a kid and I found my dad's hustler, the whole town knew. <laughs> because I told everyone. <laughs> It was gross. <laughs> I gave a motivational speech at a suicide support group. It killed. <laughs> Everyone. The best part about diarrhea is the cardio. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
so dumb. I've always been jealous of that little boy from The Shining because at least his dad took an interest in him. <laughs> I can count the number of times I've seen my dad on one hand. And about a year ago, I was doing a show and some relatives from outside the family came out to see me. And I hardly know them at all either. And I'm standing out front before the show starts and my uncle comes up to me and he goes, hey man, just so you know, your dad is living in a car two blocks away from here and he still might not make it out tonight. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he didn't. But the fucked up part is that I still kind of admire him because he's really consistent. And the dude has a car. <laughs> my reverse psychologist told me to be myself. <laughs> if you're not laughing, you're going to figure that joke out on your way home. <laughs> uh, the other day, this guy, he was trying to sell me a coffin. And I said, come on, man. That's the last thing I need. <laughs> I think that when it comes to leading by example, Jesus nails it. <laughs> 